BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the No Bad Dogs podcast with me, Tom Davis, America's canine educator. Thank you guys so very much for joining me. It is hot and humid in the summer months here in upstate New York, but I'm extremely happy to be back home training at the academy again. I was on the road, for those of you who don't know, for a pretty long time for the last five weeks. So now I'm servicing my out-of-state clients that are coming to me in the facility. We had some people from West Virginia come in today, and we had some people come from Akron, Ohio today, and we're servicing them for the next couple of days until they're done with what they need to get done. Um, But a really good conversation happened today, and I wanted to share it here on the podcast. And one thing I can say about the podcast is, is I really don't know who I'm talking to. And that doesn't mean you personally as Jack and Jill. Um, I'm really just talking about, I think that there's a lot of dog trainers on here that are listening. I think that there's a lot of dog people um, or just dog owners. So I try to make this stuff as applicable as possible to everybody that deals with dogs in general. But I do have a lot of opportunities to have guests on. Um, I just haven't lately, just honestly, because I've been on the road and I don't want to make promises and I don't want to set up things that I I can't uh, unfortunately work with like today I mean tomorrow um, my schedule is it, it just, anyway so I just can't control some of the stuff that's going on in, in my schedule right now and um, but if it's something that you guys really really want to see or you like that more than me just babbling about dogs let me know uh, send me a message on uh, Instagram at Tom Davis and just say hey uh, you know I really would uh, would like more guests on the show because we get emails probably once a week asking for people to be guests on the show, whether they're authors or veterinarians or anything like that. I just, I haven't had the the time to focus on the podcast because my other platforms have really been my primary focus <clears throat> because it's it's a little bit, uh, I think it's a little bit more progressionary on um, on helping people with their dogs. But this is always a great platform. I love jumping on here and doing this when I have the time. So I posted one, I think yesterday or the day before, we're going to jump in that today um, in the in the. And the, I guess the topic would be dogs not being okay with other dogs and accepting that. So I find that a lot of dog owners struggle with the fact that their dogs don't like other dogs because they think it's a negative or a bad thing, or they think something's wrong with their dog, or they think that they've done something wrong as a dog owner. And same thing for doggy daycare, same thing for meeting dogs on the streets, same thing goes for um, any off-leash activity that you're doing. If your dog doesn't like other dogs, that's a decision that they've made, and it's not necessarily like a terrible, terrible thing. Um, for those of you who have been following me along on YouTube, you know that I just came, well, 
I just uploaded all of my California stuff. We dealt with a lot of, there's a lot of people in San Diego, of course, on the beach in Del Mar is beautiful, but we did have a lot of people. And one thing I do find is just so many people get really upset and they get frustrated that their dog doesn't like other dogs or they're just not friendly with other dogs. And it's really not a problem. Sure, it could be an inconvenience to you in your life because it's what you want, but we have to understand that if your dog doesn't like another dog, it's 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 not the end of the world, and it's really not even a bad thing. Again, I think more it's it's just more frustrating for people than than anything. People just for whatever reason think that um, that that shouldn't be, and there's a problem if they don't like other dogs, and that's on the contrary. It's the same thing when dog owners come in to trial for daycare. Now, in, in any daycare setting, there's always going to be dogs who don't do well. Um, for us, at our facility at the Upstate Canine Academy, daycare is a added service. Daycare is a service that we add on just because we have the space. A lot of dog businesses in general usually open up with a daycare with the added of training. We are the exact complete opposite. We are a dog training company, and we had a big enough building to offer dog daycare so we do it so um, my my point behind that little rant and rabbit hole was really clearly that uh, we want dogs to have fun we want dogs to be there and enjoy themselves and instead of sitting home in a crate they're running around and being an idiot with a bunch of other idiots and they have a good time and they exert their energy and they're tired when they go home and their owners aren't constantly yelling at them because they, they want to go out and play. They're really tired. Um, so there, But my point is, is there are daycares who keep dogs into daycares just because they need that 30 bucks a day um, or they want that 30 bucks a day. I shouldn't say need because a lot of places probably don't need it. They just want it. And that obviously is, is something that you shouldn't do. And, and I say shouldn't because it's my opinion and my opinion isn't the only opinion, but I, I don't personally think that keeping dogs into daycares, if they're sitting in the corner, not wanting to play and a little bit fearful is a great idea. Um, but we do have to tell a lot of people, I would say one out of four people don't do well in daycare. And what it is, is people, and, and this is going to be applicable to dogs not liking other dogs. I'm going to get back to that. Uh, I just want to roll into, this is on an average or an, an everyday thing or every weekly thing for sure that we deal with. Um, and people just, and dog owners take it wrong where they, they work a lot. Um, you know, they have kids, they have a family and they're busy. And I love that people are looking for that outlet for their dog. And I absolutely love that. Um, people understand that their dogs need more than just sitting at home waiting for their family to get home or done with school or whatever. <clears throat> I love that. But sometimes going into a daycare setting is, is not something that they are going to be okay with or comfortable with. And again, my point of this whole podcast is that's okay. Dogs being able to accept 20 to 30, sometimes we have 35 dogs in our daycare, sometimes even a little bit more, is totally normal. If they don't like that, that's normal. Uh, it takes a really balanced, balanced, like I don't give a crap dog to be accepting of that many dogs they don't know and be okay with it. They're submissive. They run away and they start playing immediately. That is, there's really a 50-50 chance that that's going to happen. It's it's not a good chance that your dog is just going to accept that many dogs at that time, especially if they don't know them. So 
one thing that I can say moving forward is is if you are going to to want to get your dog into daycare or daycare setting or even boarding, you want to stop them early, super early, so they're used to that. Not too early where they're getting stepped on and rolled around and they're scared, but definitely start early where um, the dogs are comfortable. I mean, we have dogs that spend more time with us in our facility than they do their own houses. And so obviously going to work and traveling and having a really busy schedule or just if you travel a lot and you like to take vacations and you have kids and you're busy, your dog doesn't care if they're with us or they're at home because they love it at our facility. So anyway, so starting your dogs off at a boarding or a daycare facility in general, if you travel is a really great idea. But um, I want to go back to the origin of what we're talking about here is when we tell people, you know, hey, your dog didn't do that well. um, You know, you might want to find an alternative. Here's a card to a local um, pet sitter or a dog walker. I think they become offended. They feel, you know, and, and we have to be really careful how we say it because sometimes people will get mad at their dogs and we're like, hey, you know, no problem at all. Uh, it wasn't a big deal. It's just your dog really wasn't comfortable in that environment or that setting. And, well, do we need training? Not really. The personality of the dog just isn't going to be comfortable around that and never will be. And that's okay. And, um, that also rolls into the fact of we got a question today with one of our out of states is my dog always wants to be super dominant, come up to the other dog, pee on the other dog, put his ha- put his uh, head on the other dog and maybe even potentially hump the other dog like to every dog they see. And I said, instead of spending your whole life or your dog's whole life trying to figure out why that's happening, why don't you just accept it and realize that that's the personality? And sometimes training isn't going to overcome the dog's personality. Sometimes training isn't going to solve all the personality traits. And I was explaining, it's like kids, you know, if you want them to be taller or shorter, you just can't. It's the way they are. And if the dog is, and in this particular case, this dog was, I think, left outside for like a year or something like that. Like, so the point is, is not socialized, but super sweet to people. Um, and so a lot of people have a, a lot of frustration and I think a lot of guilt or, I don't know, it's, I think they just feel really almost guilty that their dog doesn't like other dogs and that's a problem that can be fixed when the majority of times it's actually just a personality trait. It's like I tell people all the time, if you don't like a certain food, uh, you don't like it. There's not there's, your body's just it's just it is what it is. So I encourage for dog trainers out there. Um, I hope that you know this is some insight, and and I encourage people to explain um, that it's actually not that normal for dogs to be okay in a daycare setting. It takes a real goofball, a really balanced dog. Um, and the other thing that we see as well is maturity, and that really stinks because we'll have a dog in. And they'll do really, really great in the daycare environment um, until they hit about six months. Um, sometimes females never really have a problem, but males, for sure, you know, obviously being intact um, makes a difference as well. And so that's sometimes also what we see, just like in training, where you have a dog come in and they say, hey, um, my dog was fine until <clears throat> recently. Well, what age is it? Oh, I just turned one, just turned one and a half, just turned two. And, and it's like, hey, your dog didn't change. Your dog just fully matured into the, who they are as a dog. So don't feel bad about it. <clears throat> but anyway, moving forward, I think it's a good conversation to have uh, with anybody anybody out there who's working with dogs professionally. It's okay, you know, just tell dog owners and then dog owners who are listening that if your dog, and, and here's the fine line, here's the fine line, right, guys, is like there's a difference between a dog 
feeling a certain way and having a certain mindset about those environments. And then there's also just a dog being a jerk or not really knowing what to do. So you have, I don't like other dogs and I'm not comfortable with this. But then on the other road, you can certainly have, I don't know how to be a dog around other dogs. I don't know how to socialize. And those are the real, really some of the, I mean, I would say that those are the two biggest things that I run into on either end of the spectrum. You get a dog that just doesn't like other, I have a dog who just doesn't like other dogs. He hit a certain age and he just doesn't like them. He's not going to go after him, but if a dog comes up to him, he's going to have a problem with that. I accept that. There's nothing I can do to change that about him. I can just manage the situation and set him up for success. But then the other side is, is a lot of dogs, especially dogs who have been neglected, abandoned, or abused, or just sheltered their whole life, don't know how to socialize. So they may hump, or they may jump, or make weird noises, and it throws other dogs off. Um, You know, just like you see the movies of kids living in basements their whole life and then going to high school or something like that Um, or just like an alien becoming a human you know all the old Disney movies that I used to watch so uh, that's the conversation I really wanted to have today was just I, I don't I can't stress enough how important it is to understand that dogs are not robotics and you can't program them like like a computer if there's a problem you can't go in and say okay now there's not a problem I've deleted that Uh, trust me, because if that was the case, I wouldn't have a job probably. But um, I think it's something that I wanted to discuss uh, publicly that it's okay if your other dog doesn't do well with dogs. But I think the deciding factor is you have to decide, is it he does your dog doesn't know how to socialize and becomes very awkward and needs to be taught how to be a dog, which is very likely. Or is it, I don't like other dogs and I'm going to act a certain way. And if it's just like with people, you get uncle Jimmy who every single time gets around the family drinks too much and starts a fight. If that's what they do every single time, well, guess what? You're not, you, you either don't invite that person or that dog over, or you accept it for what it is and you manage the situation. Um, it's the same scenario that it's the dog's not going to change how they feel. Um, but then of course, if you get somebody that's just in the crowd that really doesn't know what else to do, so they start acting really weird. You say, Hey, you know, like, why don't you try this? Or why don't you try that? And that's what dogs do. Dogs are really great at helping another dog integrate into an atmosphere or a pack is, you know, a dog may sit there, go, what the heck do I do? And another dog might come over and play bow and to try to run away or try to do circles to get the dog moving. And dogs are so awesome at doing that type of stuff. And, of course, there's us as pet owners. It's okay. It's okay. Go ahead. It's okay. It's just it's just our cousin's dog and confusing the hell out of the dogs. But um, that's, another, that's another story. But you guys get the point. So, anyway, that's the conversation I wanted to have is it really isn't a big deal if your dog has made the decision to say, hey, you know what, I like my pack. I'm good with that. I don't. I don't really care for any other dogs. That's okay. That's actually normal. It's okay to accept that. But I think that that's just it. Is I think if dog owners know that that's normal and they do accept it, they're not going to have unrealistic expectations of saying, well, I want my dog in daycare. I want my dog to be friendly with other dogs. It's like, yeah, that's not going to happen ever. Sorry. It's just, it is what it is. Your dog's cool. Your dog's chilling. Your dog does not want to be involved with any other dogs. Your dog can sit in a, in a group atmosphere with no problem. Uh, that's a win. That's a total win. So anyway, um, that's the conversation today. And again, like 
I have right now we have 70,000 downloads on the podcast, which is a lot. There's I mean those are downloads of episodes. Those are that's how many people are listening to what I have to say and we get a lot of I I, I want to do more on this platform. Um, but I really don't know who I'm talking to. So if you guys if anybody wants to email me um canine educator at gmail.com but the best way to reach me is on uh probably uh instagram just send me a message direct message or on one of my posts say hey man i'm listening i I do this this is what i'd like to hear i'd like to hear more of this because i have a lot of dog friends in the field and uh if anybody wants to hear from anybody you know i want to create better content i don't get paid for any of this i don't have any sponsors this is something i just love to do um i like talking dogs and um there's a lot of people out there that are listening to me and i truly do appreciate it and i and i hope that it does bring you value and i hope it gets your gears turning and i hope it gives you a different visual in your head about how things operate and that's what i love about certain podcasts is is it gives me a different aspect and once i get a different aspect on something i can completely transform and navigate through different situations that maybe i couldn't before because i had a one-track mind and that's what i try to bring to the table um in the dog world is just a different view and so Anyway, I, I really do appreciate you guys listening. I really, really do. Thank you so much for everything and all the support that everyone's given me. Um, I really appreciate it. We're, we're really uh, spreading the good word here, and we're, we're, we're really grateful for that on our end. Um, and it takes a team behind me to do that too, so everybody's really happy to see the stuff we're doing. Um, the No Bad Dogs merch is live. Uh, you guys can simply go to buy, B-U-Y, buynobaddogs.com. And you can actually go to my store and buy some new stuff. Um, right now, we're restocking some of the shirts because a lot of them sold out. So we're going to constantly be restocking that. But uh, anyway, you can go cop yourself a hat, no bad dog shirt, do not touch my dog shirt. And then, of course, follow me on YouTube. Just type in Upstate Canine and uh, on Instagram at Tom Davis. And uh, if, if you guys would, you know what would really be awesome for me is if you guys could go to this app that you're listening to this on and give it a rating, give it a review and write me some feedback and let me know what you guys think of this. Cause again, I definitely don't get paid for this. I do this for you guys. So if you could do me a favor and just go on to the podcasting rates and uh, let me know what you guys think. Hi, we'll talk to you guys next time. Peace. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.